you working with some mad shit. You pay it. Make a nigga spend the cash it. It's bad, yeah. Girl, you working with some mad shit. You pay it. Make a nigga spend the bag it. It's cash it. Girl, you made it. You made it. Oh, yeah, you made it. You made it. Baby, girl, you made it. You made it. Oh, yeah, you made it. You made it. Been a long time coming. All this blessings rolling in. Welcome to part two of episode 30. Hey girlfriend, perfect blend podcast. And yo, you know what? Anyways, welcome back to part two. Um, thank you for tuning into part one. I know that my episodes are a little bit long, but hell, it's the quarantine right now. Your ass is supposed to be at home. So <laughs> no, but for real. Um, thank you for listening to part one. I know some people who are not really into podcasts, they're like, mm, your episodes are so long. I gotta sit for an hour. You're supposed to play me in the background. You're supposed to play me when you're sitting in traffic. You're supposed to play me before you go to bed or something. I don't know. Or when you wake up in the morning, you're going on your run. You can find time to play a podcast. It's not that big of a deal, you know? Just press play and share and like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating on there too. Because I haven't had a rating in a minute. So if y'all could do me a favor, if I could get like, five ratings in the next two months like I will like I don't know what I would do but I would just be really happy let me not say I'll do something because you guys might be like oh like if I say I'm gonna eat crow you're gonna be like you said you would eat crow or if I say I'm gonna like send you roses you'll be like send me my roses and I don't send people roses like that unless I love you unless I love you dearly I'm joking anyways no for, for real though um leave me a rating you know, share on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have the social media. Move my stuff, you guys. I'll share your stuff. You know, we got to get the word out there. I'm a concert creator too. You get me? So, you know, the only way to get the people on board is if the people are talking about it. You get me? That's the only way, baby. Okay? Well, welcome back to part two. I'm going to continue with that celebrity gossip. I left off with Naya Rivera. Yeah. I, you know, I send out my my positive energy i just pray that she is found we don't know what is going on that is such a weird eerie situation next topic okay (laughs) so this one this one was so fucking funny you guys like let me tell y'all i have to open it up because i don't want to mess this up but this one had me cracking up this was like the funniest i wanted to throw my phone like I really was, I was just cracking up at this. Um, hold on one second. I want to make sure that I read the tweets from this particular um, post because it was so funny. And I have, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have the tweets. I have them. I took screenshots. Okay. Alrighty. Thank you for being patient. I love you guys so much. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> This was some funny shit. So there is a Congress individual in Florida. His name is K.W. Miller. And (laughs) he literally sent out these random tweets, you know, as he's over here, you know, doing his stuff to get elected locally or I don't know who the hell he is, whatever he's doing. He randomly sent out these tweets, basically accusing Beyonce of not truly being African-American. It was so random. He literally just sent out these sent out these tweets. 
Personally, I think he did it as a like a PR thing to get viral. That's what I think personally, because I he had seventeen thousand followers, but and just I mean he has he has more followers than me. But what I'm saying is that I think he wanted the controversy, you know, because I'm just like, who are you? I don't even know who the fuck you are, you know. But he sent out a tweet and he put Beyonce is not even African American. She is faking this for exposure. Her real name is Anne Marie Lestrassi. She is Italian. This is all part of the Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. Beyonce, you were on notice. Hashtag Great Awakening and all this all this rhetoric that I don't I don't know what the hell he's saying. Then he basically said that basically Beyonce's formation song was a secret coded message to the globalists. Um, the song admitted that she was demonic and that she worshipped in Satanist churches located in Alabama and Louisiana. <laughs> what the fuck? Look, look, let me talk. When I read that, I, was, I had to, like, put my... I was like, this shit, y'all motherfuckers. Like, I really was like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is such a joke. All of you are full of shit. Like, I really was just like... And I know Beyonce laughed at this shit when she saw that. You know she laughed at it. He said that she is a Satanist child. They always saying that the girl is a Satanist. I don't think she's no damn Satanist. But, you know... To each his own. Y'all are fucking crazy. Y'all are always trying to... Whenever it's a successful black person, y'all can't just ever let... Especially a black woman. Jesus Christ, you can't have a successful black woman, right? <laughs> you guys always want to ask, how did they get there? Why couldn't she have just gotten there off of her work ethic and her talent? Damn. Y'all don't think that people are really talented anymore? What the fuck? I <laughs> I'm just saying... Anywho, shout out to you, Beyonce. You know, we love you over here. And I always tell the people, I'm an honorary Beehive member. I didn't pledge like the other Beehive members, but I'm honorary, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's the joke. I have this running joke where I say I'm an honorary Beehive member. And the only reason why I say that is because I do I do love her. I do stand her or whatever. I don't even like to call myself a stand, first of all. That's why I say honorary. But... I like Beyonce, but I also like other people. I love Beyonce, in fact. I love her. I love all of her music. I know her catalog very, very well. But um, I love other artists as well. And that's why I'm saying I'm not a stan, because stans, they only love her. I love a little bit of everyone. You get me? So I love Beyonce. She's the queen, but I also love other people. I rock with other people, too. We can love, we can love more than one artist. We don't just have to love one, you guys. That's why music is so bomb, because there's so much to choose from. Anywho... I thought that that was fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, people are fucking weird and crazy. And, you know, kudos to K.W. Miller. You know, hopefully they pick your ass for whatever you're running for. You're a congressional member, whatever you do. I don't I don't know what you do. But, you know, you over here tweeting about Beyonce. I don't know if you were drunk or high. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But um, figure that out, okay? <laughs> And I know Beyonce somewhere fucking laughing her ass off. You know Beyonce fucking laughing, y'all. Y'all know she fucking laughing. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know her personally. This is celebrity commentary. Next topic. Let's see what else do we have. Oh, this was a good one. Okay. So earlier in the week, I think over the weekend, 50 Cent, he received backlash because he was on... Um, you know, some radio station. It is really hot in here. Oh my God, I'm sorry, you guys. 
it's like 90 degrees outside and it's just really hot and oh my god i'm so glad that i have my hair in this cute little curly ponytail that i've been rocking and everyone's been giving me compliments on it it's so cute i wish i was on youtube so i could show you guys my hair i'm gonna be coming to youtube soon so you guys can see me okay but um yeah what the fuck were we talking about let's get back on topic oh 50 cent so 50 cent um he received backlash because he was um on some radio show something talking about black woman and he was giving his take on black woman um and apparently he was talking to you know what look i'm gonna basically 50 cent you know what i don't want to fuck this up you guys i'm so sorry it's a lot on my mind i'm human <laughs> oh oh my god so he went on a rant about black woman and exotic woman okay and he did an interview and i, I want to find out who this interview was with although it really it, it matters but it kind of doesn't matter but Apparently, in this said interview, 50 Cent was speaking with another, I believe, another rapper who kind of got quiet. It's another prominent rapper in the industry who he was talking to. And I got to find out who this is, you guys. I'm fucking this up. Hold on. No, we're going to find this. I, I'm going to find this because I have this down. I'm, I'm so sorry, you guys. We're going to figure out what's going on. We're going to find this. Cause I just, I just want to get, for some reason, oh, they pulled, oh damn it, they pulled the story down. See, look, I had to tap into the sources and they removed the video that he said that on. Maybe it's because he had a lot of backlash. Oh, I think it was Lil Wayne that he was with. Anywho, yeah, yeah, it was Lil Wayne that he was with. I knew it was a prominent rapper, it was another one. Anyways, they were on um, Lil Wayne's show. Yeah, he has a show on YouTube, exactly. Yes, okay. Because I was like, what show was this on? I know it was another rapper. They were on Lil Wayne's show. And apparently, they got into this debate about exotic woman versus black woman. And apparently, his statement... He basically said how whenever he is with an exotic woman, black women tend to get angry. They tend to have, I'm paraphrasing you guys, they tend to have this anger about exotic women. And basically, you know, he was just saying how black women often get angry at him for dating exotic women and how he actually prefers exotic women because it's sort of like, you know, whenever you're with a black girl, black girls are basic, black girls are regular. That's what we're used to. I want exotic women, LOL. Lil Wayne got quiet because we all know what Lil Wayne like. You feel me? Lil Wayne, he didn't have every taste of all up and through the woman child. He got all the babies. And you know what? That's not my business. That ain't my business at all. You know, that ain't my business. But when I'm saying Lil Wayne, he stay quiet for a reason. Cause he was like, I know I like my, I like my mixed and my light skins too. But you know, Lil Wayne also has a chocolate baby mama. I think Lil Wayne is attracted to all women. You know, um, you know, Toya is his baby mama. Nivea is his baby mama. You know, Christina Milian is one of his baby mamas. You know, so I think Lil Wayne, he likes, he likes it all. He likes chocolate girls, mixed girls, uh, you know, all the girls. You get me? Um, 50 Cent, on the other hand, who was known to be problematic, um, 
Of course. I mean, first of all, you guys, this caused a lot of backlash. Like, people were upset. Summer Walker was upset. She was going in on 50 Cent. Not going in super hard, but just saying how, like, we don't really care. And, you know, other woman, um, Tori Hart also went in and people dragged her on the social media outlets and sites saying how she's just a bitter baby mama, you know, because Kevin Hart left her left her for Aniko. And here's my thing. I don't think Tori Hart is bitter at all, first of all. I think Tori Hart was just participating in dialogue and conversation like we all fucking do. You motherfuckers are always quick to call a black woman bitter. And see, this is the problem. You can have your preference. You could you could date interracially. You could do all of that. You can go and taste the rainbow. I don't give a fuck who you want to have sex with. But what I do care about is when black women are disrespected. That's what I hate. I hate when black men such as himself get on air or even just have, because they have these conversations at home too, personally. Dudes be talking about this all the time. Black men do this all the fucking time, in private and in public, where they blatantly have this, um, they always feel the need to state their preference. And I don't understand that. Um, I don't know. You know, we're going to dig deeper into this. We're going to dig deeper into this shit, probably. I'm going to talk about this with Katisha on uh, the Unpack series. We're going to unpack this shit because I have some things to say about that. But what I will say is, of course, look, we have to look at the source, you guys. It's 50 fucking cent, for God's sakes. When has he ever said anything that was uplifting for the community? You know, he trolls everyone. Hell, I'm afraid even talking about him on my podcast. Thank God I'm not popular yet because he probably would have dragged my ass too. But, you know, 50 Cent, he's say coming at everybody. But on a real tip, you know, we can't let this type of rhetoric get to us. And I, I don't know. I just feel like black women are just at a place where we just don't fucking care anymore. You know, and for me personally, I don't care what you like. I just, I don't, I just cannot stand when a black man is disrespecting a black woman. Or they, they say, oh, black women are so this, or they're so ghetto, or I like these girls because of this. Uh, like, they always want to shit on black women's looks, beauty, personality, character, personhood, their entire being. We know where that comes from. You see what I'm saying? I don't think all black men are that way. I think most of them are that way. <laughs> but I don't think all of them are that way. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where or the ones that I'm around. I think it depends on, you know, um, the city that you live in, the geographics, what type of black men you're around. You get me? I think that's also a factor too in who they date and what they say their quote-unquote preferences are, which I think is fucking bullshit. You know, but you you can have your preferences for sure. You know, I'm just at a place where I'm like, I'm tired of chasing y'all. Even in my love life, I'm just like, girl, give me a white man. I can't do this shit no more. Now, I probably don't want to date a white man during this pandemic and the whole race race war that we fucking have going on right now but hell i'll date somebody else give me another type of melanin okay it ain't got it ain't gotta be black no more because they don't love us over here okay shit so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? i'd be like they don't they always say how they how they don't want to be with us and how they don't feel us or whatever and i'm not saying that we're perfect or whatever but there's always this disdain for black women everywhere that you go everywhere that you go it's always this disdain and this anti-blackness that that really is felt, I think, amongst black women. Like, I think black women receive that so much, whether you're trans or not. You get me? Uh, especially, you know, NATO-born black woman or whatever. Um, it's bullshit, 50. And, but it's 50 cent. So it's kind of like, I, we can't give him too much fucking energy. Kind of like Kanye saying that he wants to be fucking president. 
guys, we can't give these people so much energy. I mean, I'm over here giving him all this fucking energy on my goddamn podcast. Shit. <laughs> but it's, it's good conversation, you know? I don't give a fuck. Like I said, I'm going to keep repeating it. If a black man is like, look, I don't want to be with you. I want somebody who's lighter. I get it. I'm, no, no, no. Let me not say I get it. I'm not justifying them saying that. What I'm saying is that I'm so used to this rejection. Because I, I date black men. You get me? And a lot of my homegirls do too. But what I'm saying is me being a chocolate girl and stuff and being thicker and stuff like that, I still... I think black men are really... They have like this uh, thing about beauty where they... I'm going to be honest. I feel that they are very colorist and um, very superficial with their attractions. Um, And they don't realize that a lot of their attractions are sculpted by media and music and stuff like that. I think that they don't realize that all the time. You get me? Um, Which kind of makes them say the things that they say. You know, when it comes to, I want an exotic woman. I I need exotic. I want a foreign. I want a foreign woman. All this fucking bullshit. When black women are exotic and are foreign. Like, I mean... (laughs) Historically, you know, people just act like black women literally have no fucking value in the beauty area and the knowledge area, mentally, spiritually, spiritually, physically. And go ahead and go. If you want to date another girl, you can go ahead and have Becky and Maria and all of them. You can have you can have your other race. I'm going to date outside the race. too. I'm sick of this shit. So that's how I feel now. OK, I love black men. But when they say shit like this. And I know that this is not a reflection of all of them. I know that not all of them are this way. I get it, but a majority of them do say shit like this all the time. And it's something that is very common in our community. So they need to fucking do better. I'm over it. Get me a fucking white man or somebody else of another race. He could be Filipino. He could be Latino. He could be a middle. I don't care. As long as he's attractive and a sweetheart and a good person (laughs) and has a good heart outside of his looks you know he has a great heart and he's a real person and he respects me and he treats me like a queen and i respect him and i treat him like a king you know the whole black love thing is i don't know i feel like a lot of us don't get it we don't get this whole black love thing you know it's just some of us get it if we're lucky but there's a lot of factors it's not just and by the way there's there's systemic factors there's certain things that do this is you know i talk about this in the unpack series by the way you can go find that on instagram live on i i am katisha's instagram page that's i a m k a t e i s h a find it on her instagram tv on her page you can see her and i talk about this in part one um and a little bit in part two part two was more so about black sisterhood and unity and stuff like that but you can find us breaking this stuff down in part one but, you know, 50 Cent, go sit down. No one has time for this. Um, you know, and yeah, you know, figure it out. 50 Cent, you know, he he always says stuff like this. This is something that is not, you know, foreign to us. You see what I'm saying? This is something that happens all the time. Now, um, what else do we have to talk about? We're 20 minutes in. You know, part two was going to be really, really brief. Because I wanted to come back and touch upon some of the stuff I talked about in the earlier episode, just to clarify a few things. Because as I was preparing for part two, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, there are some things in part one. Oh, you know, Madonna posed topless, you guys. Did you guys see that? Oh, 
so Madonna dropped some photos <laughs> earlier this week. And Madonna is, she's an older girl. I think she's approaching 70 now. She's up there in age. Madonna posted this picture of her looking in the mirror and she was naked with some panties on. Oh, she was topless with some panties on and a cane and a hat. And she was like leaning on the cane. And the cane was like under her armpit. And for me, I'm just like, Madonna, you've always been a rebel. You know, this is, we get it. But when are we going to... See, this is why I prefer Janet Jackson over Madonna. I know when they both came out, they were kind of neck and neck, you know, as far as, you know, who was a sex symbol, yada, 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 who was a revolutionary, who changed shit. And I know that people give it to Madonna more, but I give it to Janet Jackson. And the reason why I give it to Janet, I, Janet is so sex. Janet is not just sexy, but I feel like she does it with taste. You know what I'm saying? I, it's nothing wrong with being raunchy and sexual, but Madonna is, she can be a little stank with it sometimes. Where it's like, oh girl, like make it, like you are a trailblazer, right? You are very rebellious and stuff. But I'm saying, do it with some, I don't know. I, I, here's my thing. I like Madonna, you know, respect her. But when I, I think I'm more Janet though, because I'm more of a Janet Jackson girl because the way Janet did it, I just think Janet is just fucking phenomenal. I love Janet Jackson. And not only can she be a sex symbol, but she's also revolutionary. You know, a lot of her songs, she's saying about all types of stuff, not just sex. You get me? She has great sex songs. She has great bumping and grinding records. Janet Jackson was known for that, but she had a revolutionary records like Rhythm Nation 1814 and Control and, you know, um, Records that really like push the push the you know state of the world and you know like records like that from the Rhythm Nation eighteen fourteen album and you know Janet was that girl. I love Janet Jackson, man. I, oof, I love me some Janet Jackson, and I don't care if y'all say she whispered. That's my fucking girl. I rock with Janet. She's a great dancer. You know, um, <laughs> great great writer. You see what I'm saying? I think she does write some of her songs or whatever. Anywho, Madonna, go sit your fucking ass down. No one has time for this. You're over here. And I'm not, I don't want to like roast or anything. I'm not trying to disrespect her, but I'm just saying you are almost, I'm not trying to be ageist as well. I'm not saying that older people can't be sexy. You can be sexy, but you're in a cane. Like, oh, what is going on? Oh my God. Madonna. But see, Madonna likes shock value. She loves shock value. Kind of like 50 Cent. 50 Cent likes shock value. Kanye West likes shock value. You know, some of these people, they just like shock value. They want to shake some shit up. I get it. You know, you go ahead and promote whatever you're fucking doing right now. Next story. Pop Smoke. You guys know Pop Smoke, the former rapper who was murdered randomly. He was shot in a, in a gang-related situation. Pop Smoke is a um, rapper from New York. Shout out to NYC, New York, New York. <laughs> I'm a mess. Um, anyways, um, his murder is still under investigation. He died, uh, I believe, earlier this year or the end of last year. And it was sudden. He got, like, killed out of nowhere. Um... But people are stating that they believe that it's related to some sort of like gang situation, et cetera, that kind of went wrong. Um, he was shot and killed by four masked gunmen, according to TMZ, back in February of this year during a home invasion that was a robbery of a rental pad that he rented in Hollywood Hills. And now they finally found um, 
leads to his particular case and his situation. You know, so law enforcement, aka LAPD, you know, they've been having this investiga- investigation going on for a few months now. And um, they have some leads going on. And, you know, hopefully they find out what's going on. Um, as I'm sitting here digging into the story, you know, it's really sad. It's really sad because Pop Smoke, he was he was very upcoming and he was only 20 years old. He was only 20 years old and he was, you know, he was an upcoming rapper as far as mainstream is concerned. But he was well-respected in New York City. He was definitely um, well-respected in New York City. But so far, the suspects have not been caught. But there are possible leads, okay, you guys? So... There are possible leads that are coming. And, um, yeah. So, you know, we hope that this that this situation figures itself out. And, um... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me correct myself. I'm so sorry. Today, five people were arrested in connection with his murder. So, they did find... I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm, over, I'm all over the place. Look, you guys. <laughs> but you're still getting it, okay? This is what we love. You know, this is what we love. This is what we love. This is what we love. So they arrested five people and, you know, justice will be served. You know, he was a young, promising talent. Nobody's perfect. We all have a past. We're all out here running these streets and stuff like that, you know. But this is why, you know, the rappers and stuff, y'all got to be careful out here. I get it. You know, we want to be committed to the streets. You know, we want to stand behind what we say in these records. I get it. But it's just like... Y'all got to be safe out here. You got to be careful how you move in these streets because people be trying to off people out here. And, you know, we be thinking that we so crazy, rah, rah, rah. And you always meet somebody who's your match or who who's willing to go a little bit further than you are. You know, so we're about the street life, thug life. But, you know, damn, go sit down. You know, because <laughs> we don't want a situation to where someone's breaking into your home and putting a gun to your head. You know, we don't want that. I was about to say, and this is why we stay strapped. But, you know, I'm not promoting that on this podcast. We do not promote that, you guys. I don't want to promote violence or gun violence, okay? But what I'm saying... <laughs> what I'm saying in all seriousness, though, is that, you know, we got to be careful out here, you guys. He was 20 years old. 20 years old. Thank God they arrested those five people. Um, I think that's all I got today for Celebrity News. This is part two. I'm going to make this kind of brief. Um, yeah, episode one... Um, I'm going to touch on something else. Now, I shared with you guys that I recently did have a surgery. I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm kind of hesitant on saying what it was or whatever is because I feel that oftentimes people are always so fascinated with what procedures we've had done. And for me, I want us to, to go further into who we are as people, right? So I'm still a woman. I'm a woman. Who, who just so happens to be trans. You get me? Um, but I want us to, to further that conversation. I feel like, and for me, I know with my platform, I don't want to just be known for how many surgeries I've had. I don't want to talk about trans 101 all day. I don't mind educating, but I also want people to see that I'm passionate about other things. I love music. I love pop culture. I love life advice. I love self-help. I think for me, my goal is to actualize and humanize my experience. So I want you to see that there's more to me. 
I want you to see that I can also give commentary too, outside of who I am and my body. You get me? We have so we, you guys, you know, if you say that you are allies and stuff like that, or and not my listeners who are true allies, but I'm saying for people who, you know, the whole trans thing is new to you or whatever, you have to treat people like they're human. You get me? And I think for me, that's why with my show and just my life, I'm like, I want I want you to take me seriously as a person. I'm not just some experiment. You get me? I know that it's fascinating or whatever. I get it. It's fascinating. You you know, you don't run across people like me all day long. You get me? But we have to we have to continue to humanize and actualize us. And I think that that's what I do with my platform. I want you to see that I'm a real person. Just trying to figure it out. And, you know, yeah, I have my difficulties in life. And some of those difficulties, most for the most part, come because of who I am. You know, being a black person, being a trans person, things like that, having having those, um, you know, those different intersections of identity. I get it. But I want to let my hair down, too, and be treated like a person. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So that's why I'm, I, I do talk about, you know, my journey and stuff like that. But I often don't want to lead with that because I think that that's where it often stops. You get me, people just want that, but they don't want to, they don't want you. You see what I'm saying? They want you to just lead with, with that all the time. And, you know, I just think that we're more than that. We're more than that, you know? Um, can we get past that? Can we talk about legislation? Can we talk about housing? There's other things that are more important, you know, when it comes to trans people. You know, recently, um, you know, Trump passed that bill or whatever, where basically they made it possible for, um, for health and like, you know, hospitals and things like that, or other institutions, health institutions and things like that have the ability to deny someone health care if they are perceived to be trans or gay. So, if, so let's say if I were to get into a car accident, right? And by the way, this did happen to a black trans woman. Her name was Tyra Hunter. Um, in 1995, she was driving her car. I forgot what state this happened in. I think this happened in Florida or Philadelphia, somewhere. But basically, she had a car accident. And once the EMTs found out, when, you know, because, you know, when you get into a car accident and stuff, the EMT ambulance, they come, they cut off your clothes, and they try to see what's wrong with you. You see what I'm saying? As you've been injured and hurt. Once they cut open her clothes, they found out that she was trans and they took off her pants and stuff like that. Um, and then they were so freaked out by that that they literally left her, there, left her there to die and they didn't give her medical care because they were so hung up on her being who she was. Um, so with, tr- with number 45, I don't want to say his name, but with number 45, you know, passing that, that's a reminder that that can happen to me. I'm not saying that it will, but God forbid, you know. But let's say if I needed help. And a healthcare professional was like, I don't want to help that person because of who they are. Because that, that person is this or that person's that. I don't feel comfortable. That, that can happen now. And unfortunately, those are the times that we... Um, I think that's always been there for the most part. I think with healthcare, healthcare has a long way to go with how they treat trans people. Like, healthcare is so fucking full of shit. And, you know, I think what's also weird about this is that, you know, the conservatives, they they did it against gay people, too. It's not even just trans people. It's against gay people, too. So, y'all, y'all gays, 
you know, you know, the gays think that they've made so much progress, honey. And they, and I'm like, oh no, honey, he's coming for y'all, y'all asses too. <laughs> you get me? Y'all just got in the door in 2008 with the whole marriage thing. You get me? Um, that was a win for all of us, by the way, is, you know, the LGBTQIA community. You get me? It was a win for all of us, but I'm saying that was especially a win for gay and lesbian people. But we're not that far from that stuff, you guys. The 80s was just yesterday. That was like, what, almost 40 years ago? Oh, 40 years ago. We're, I think people forget that we still have a lot of work to do. You know, we still live in a world that is so... The isms are there. The sexism is there. The classism is there. The racism is there. All of these things are here. You get me? Um, ableism. You know, people don't even care about people with disabilities. So imagine someone who happens to be a part of the rainbow children and they're disabled. It's like, God damn. And, oh, and they're a person of color. It's like, oh shit, life is going to hit you. <laughs> because this, 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 this world, baby, is a dog-eat-dog world. And this, you know, and this is why we have to love on each other, you guys. So for my listeners who are cisgender as well, you're a part of it too. You're not that far removed. This shit still affects you too. And what you need to do is be an ally. And see, this is why I, I'm so thankful for the friends that I have. Because it's funny because I actually have a lot of cisgender and straight friends. A lot. <laughs> More than LGBTQ friends. I do have a few. You know, I have a few trans friends, a few gay friends and stuff like that. But um, I have a plethora of, of uh, cisgender people who support me. Especially cis women. I have a lot. You know, I just want to say thank you guys. Because I looked at my analytics. And a lot of my listeners... Um, are are cisgender. They're they're female, and um, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to my podcast and rocking with me, and um, and chilling with your girl. And also too, I have I have a few listeners in Germany and in Zimbabwe, and um, all these little different countries where I might not have the largest audience, but I definitely have listeners and. I just want to say that, you know, there's room for all of us in the in this work and in entertainment and in the work of like, you know, spreading awareness and, and, and doing advocacy and stuff. And I've never claimed to be and I think I, I used to claim to be an advocate in the past, but I no longer want that title necessarily. Um, role model, not not really that. I, I just want to be myself and, and lead by example. I, I, you could probably call me a leader. <laughs> I'm okay with that because I do feel like I have definitely done a lot in my lifetime so far. Um, I haven't always gotten the recognition for that, which is okay. But, <laughs> you know, um, I'm just thankful that, that people listen to my voice. And, you know, because as I do this, this is me finding my voice as well. And um, I like to share with you guys. I like to sit up here and talk shit, but also educate at the same time and entertain, you know. Um, There's room for everybody, you know, but I I appreciate every share. I know that you guys give me shout outs on Instagram and Twitter and and, uh, Facebook even. Um, I'm thankful for my friend Daly. He, He did a few episodes with me. Um, a few episodes ago, back in, we did an episode in April, I think. It was early. No, no, it was in March. It was in March. He and I did an episode together. We did two episodes together and it was wonderful. I actually want him back on my podcast. By the way, um, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but Daily, he has some some of his own content coming soon. He didn't tell me I couldn't say it or not, but he has his own podcast coming soon. So when it comes out, we all have to show him some love. Um, 
He's a wonderful, wonderful guy. And um, you can follow his social media at, uh, his Twitter is, let's see, let me pull up his Twitter. Well, let's, let's start with his Instagram. I wanna pull that up for you guys. His Instagram is Mr. Daily Charm. That's M-R dot D as in dog, A-L-E-Y, C as in cat, H-A-R-M, Mr. Daily Charm. That's his Instagram handle. And then his Twitter page is completely different. Um, let me find his Twitter for y'all so y'all can follow him too. It's uh, Daily's World. So that's that's Daily spelled D-A-L-E-Y-S. I'm sorry, Daily's Word. I apologize, you guys. Daily's Word. So follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram. Wonderful person. Very, very cool guy. Um, also to my friend uh, Chelsea, who I love dearly, I already gave her information earlier. Um, follow her podcast. It's Cam La Pistola's podcast. C A M L A P I S T O L A A podcast on SoundCloud. Wonderful show. Wonderful person. Um, get at my homegirl Katisha, who's done work with me. Her website is fearwithapurpose.com. That's fearwithapurpose.com. And uh, follow her social media at I am Katisha. I already spelled that earlier for y'all. Um, what else? I think I'm. I think we're nearing the end. I think we have a show. This is part two. Um, we're gonna leave off on some final words. This is a pandemic, you guys. Shit is getting real. This is like we're we're getting deeper into it. Um, I'm just so thankful that we've made it this far. I do have people who I know who have lost family. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of my listeners. Um, her name is April. I don't know if she feels comfortable with, with me giving her name, but I, but April has always supported the show. Um, and um, she has become a dear, a dear friend of mine. And um, although we have not met in person at me and her, we talk quite often. And um, she's going through a lot. She recently, she recently lost her mother and her aunt to COVID-19. So I want you all to send her some positive healing energy. She's been going through it lately. Um, she also caught coronavirus herself and she has recovered. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. But um, her, her mother, and her aunt caught it. And her mother and her aunt have passed away. And they were elders. I'm not sure of how old they were, but they were elders. And um, April... I just want to say I send out my heart to you and um, I thank you for being so kind and so sweet and so funny and I really think about you like every day I pray for you and I, I we're gonna make it through this and you know you have my support 100% I know that we don't know each other personally but we do talk quite often and um, I once again I send out my condolences and prayer and this is why I check on her quite often, you guys. But I want, I, I believe energy is real, y'all. So we got to send her some love. Just send April positive energy, you know, pray. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've known a few people who have who have caught coronavirus. And this, this pandemic is wild, man. And what's so scary about it is they still don't know how it's happening. I feel like they're releasing all these articles on, oh, this is how it's happening. Oh, it's airdrops. Oh, wash your hands. Look, wear your mask every day. Don't be sitting up here. I don't want to wear my mask. Wear your goddamn mask, okay? And wash your hands and just social distance, you know? Um, try your best to stay in the house. I, You know, I, I know that I am an essential worker, so I try my best to stay on it. I really do. I try, you know, um... Oh, oh my God, I try. But we have to stay safe, you guys. And be thankful for every day and every week that you make it through this. For real. 
This is another week down. You know, this is Thursday, July 9th. We making it through. Let's just all hold each other down. You get me? And try our best to make it through. And be thankful for living, y'all. I know it's fucking hard, but... And we don't, we don't necessarily see the light. We don't know what's going to happen. Our stimulus checks have ran the fuck out. They need to give us another one. Hell, you know what? They need to give us $2,000 a month. Because I ain't rich. A majority of us are not fucking rich. Nobody... If you're rich, you're fucking lucky. Period. But other than that, no one saved up for this. Your average person doesn't have $5,000 saved in their bank account. Like... Five thousand is not even gonna go that far. Your average person doesn't have twenty thousand or thirty thousand dollars to cover rent and expenses for three to six months. You get me? Like, we gotta make it through this, you guys, and stay prayed up. Keep working. Keep washing your hands. I know it's tiring. I know you wanna go to the club. Hell, I wanna go to the club too. Shit, I wanna go to the beach. You know, but. We have to just take care of ourselves, you guys. Step away from social media sometimes. Social media will drive you fucking crazy. You know, take breaks. Um, step away from friends, too, if you need a break from your friends. You know, some of my friends, they take a break from my ass. I take a break from them, too. You know, it's okay to honor yourself, you know? Only give what you can give to people, you know? Um, and what. I know I sound super optimistic and positive, and I know y'all probably don't want to hear that, but I just I just want to reassure you, like, we got to hold each other up, you know? Even on the days where it doesn't make sense, we got to keep going. Even on those negative days, we got to keep fucking going. Y'all fought before this pandemic. Let's keep fucking fighting. I'm fighting until the day I die. And, and if and if I and if I just so happen to catch it, I catch it and I die. That's how it was meant to be. I don't. I'm not speaking that over me. You know, power of the tongue is real, you guys. I'm not speaking that over my life. But what I'm saying is that we have to keep on keeping on. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep the spirit alive. We really do. And I know it sounds corny as shit, but the world is burning down outside. It's protests going on. Everyone's fucking losing their fucking mind. Everyone's angry. Everyone's hurt. You know. Um, it's a lot. It's heavy. The energy is so heavy, you know, but we got to keep getting up. We got to keep getting up every day. And, I, and I've had my hard days too. Don't get it twisted. It's not easy. Even with me graduating from school and stuff, I was like, man, okay, how am I going to get a job? The economy is fucking, we all, <laughs> do you all know that the economy is completely shit right now? Ugh. This is like the Great Depression on another level, like, you know, I just pray that we make it through. I pray every day, y'all. I pray every day. Anywho, that's all I got. Thank you for tuning in to part one and part two of episode 30, I believe, of the Perfect Blend podcast. I do have other episodes. I know I have more than 30 recordings. I think this is like my 40th recording. But, you know, some of my episodes have, uh, they're like double episodes or there are candid episodes or a special content like the Unpacked series, but this is my 30th um, official episode going along with the Perfect Blend podcast. So <clears throat> thank you all so much. Thank you all so much for supporting the show and rocking out with me. Follow those social media handles at K-Day, K-A-E-D-A-Y-Y. Get at me on Facebook to watch the Facebook Live I did of part two of the Unpacked Healing Conversation series. Get at Katisha's Instagram page 
to see part one. I know we have them all over the place. <laughs> but that's because we started on Instagram Live and then Eric asked us to come to Facebook Live. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to find that content, it's out there. Go check it out. Um, we have 241 views on the Facebook Live. I'm so happy about that. And I think we have 100 and 115 views or 120 views on the Instagram Live. But either way, views or not, listens or not, continue to support. I love you guys. More stuff is coming soon and I will be back. All right, I'm checking out. Thank you. Bye. Just remember, I left out one important topic. How could I forget? See, look, I'm telling y'all, it's a lot going on. But Jada Pinkett and August Alcina, okay? How could I forget that? God damn it. I'm, oh my God, man. I'm telling y'all, this pandemic been getting to me. But I'm going to say this. So as you all know, August Alcina is a singer. He's an R&B singer. He's sort of like a Trey Songz-ish, Chris Brown-ish. He's in that category of, you know, male R&B singers or whatever. I'm not too much of a fan of him, but, you know, he he does have a cute little fan base or whatever. Um, He recently did an interview with Angie Martinez in which he, for some reason, just candidly discussed him and Jada Pinkett's uh, alleged uh, relationship. Um, and I'm saying alleged because we don't know the truth, but he, he basically confirmed that he and Jada Pinkett Smith did have a relationship and that, uh, (laughs) Will Smith gave him the green light to do that and gave him the blessing to be with his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. So in the interview, um, Angie Martinez, you know, asked him about his relationship with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and how that was. And he just, he got very candid and he, uh, paraphrasing here, he says something around the lines of, I devoted myself to her. I learned a lot in that relationship. Um, I was with her for several years and I learned a lot in that relationship and I love her and I still love her to this day. Paraphrasing here. But this was a shocker, you know, because people did not see this coming. People did not think that he would openly just speak on it because... There are rumors that Jada and Will Smith do have an open relationship, allegedly. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, don't come for me or whatever. But I think it's true. I think they do have an open relationship, an open marriage. I do think that that's what they do to make it work. Um, They do say that they are life partners. Even August Alcina, he was like, you know, um, there's no... He basically was like, they have a relationship outside of romance, and, you know, they refer to themselves as a life partnership, you know, as life partners. I think that, um, I think it's true. I do think she had a thing with August Alcina and it probably to her, it was a fling. And to him, it was more than that because he was so young and she's up there in age and he probably was like really, really in love with her. And, you know, August Alcina, he, he really struggles with a lot of depression and stuff and things like that. He sings about it in his songs. He's, he's very, like, a, very depressed borderline emo, you know, but not to make fun of him or make light of it, but he has struggled, you know, with mental health throughout his career, ever since he was a teen, you know, when he first started singing and stuff like that. Um, It's something that he's openly talked about with his struggles with depression. And he also, um, I believe, has a very severe health issue. He does have cancer. So, you know, um, this this is this is mind blowing though. I know when I first heard about this, I was shocked. I was like, oh my god! But I was also happy because I was like, we already knew y'all was, we already knew y'all had an open relationship, child. Everybody been talking about it, you know. So, anywho, 
there you have it. That's my opinion. I do think that they were together. I do think that she probably called it off with August and he's hurt. And that's why he went on ahead and said something about it. And also, too, I think that he is just in a different place spiritually and kind of in his own life, you know, with his own journey. So that's my opinion on that particular situation. Is it right? Mm, yes and no. Um, I want Jada to talk about this on the Red Table Talk. I wonder what she's going to say. I want her to address this. But the reason why I added this at the end, you know, because I forgot. And I'm so sorry, y'all. How could I leave that out? I'm over here hitting myself right now. Like, God damn it. But anyways, that's my opinion on that. I gotta go. I gave y'all a lot of content tonight. (laughs) I can't wait to hear what Jada has to say. All right, that's enough I have. I'm out. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Bye.